You are now tuned in to the Gritty Gamer Podcast. Time to play the game! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the eighth episode of the Greedy Gamer Podcast. I'm your host, Curry, and I'm doing this thing solo today. Expect that this is how it's going to be for a while. I'm going to be doing it on my own. If we have new guests in, it's going to be a pleasant surprise for you guys. But as of right now, I'm going to be bringing you guys news and entertainment just from my point of view from now. Hopefully, your views match up with mine, and we can be good friends after a while. You know, It's like I'm there with you. In spirit, and I share your same views. I feel like I'm a good gamer. I feel like I'm a hardcore. I like the single player aspect of games. I'm still a multiplayer gamer, but I'm mostly single player. Which kind of bring me, I kind of segue way too early into my topic for the day. A lot of people say that single player games are dying. That's one of the things I'm talking about. And also the PlayStation 5, which we got a lot of details about today from Mark Cerny, I believe his name is. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name right. But it's a lot of things he detailed about the PS5, and I'm excited for it. Um, if, if this is your first time listening, please make sure you subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Greedy Gamer. You can find us on all the podcast apps. I'm still trying to get us on Stitcher, but that's the only one. So you can find us everywhere. Make sure you visit our site. If you if you like the way my point of view, you will most likely like my articles as well. I write articles on the regular. And I I want to push those That's my biggest passion honestly And I want to push those articles more than anything So make sure you check out the Greedy Gamer website And let's get straight into it So The Playstation 5 We got new details about it this morning And it's It's a lot of good things I hear about it already He, Mark Cerny I'm going to just talk about the The major things that I'm excited for Mainly Backwards compatibility. It's like a, it's like a big. I feel like that's a gold standard now for game for new consoles. You gotta have backwards compatibility because you open up that whole new gate for all the old content. People don't want to get rid of the games they already have. So you want to make sure you can act, allow access to the games you had before. Like I would still like to play Last of Us. I'm sure I still go back to play Last of Us all the time because it's one of my all-time favorite games. And it's like one of the best stories I've ever played. I've beaten it on hard multiple times after, you know, taking a, about a year break in between to go play it again just because it's simply one of the most entertainment games I've ever played. Naughty Dog killed it when they made that game. So game, games like that, for example, you always want to make sure you're able to go back to them and you don't want to cut out that opportunity for your for your fans, for the PlayStation fans. So that's one thing that I'm, I'm real hyped up for, excited about. I'm glad they bring this back, but like I said, this should be a gold standard when it comes to new consoles because it opens up a whole new library. People might even rebuy games in hopes that they look better on a new console and a new TV. So you also increasing sales for yourself. Um, another thing he talked about was the fact, you know, a lot of games, a lot of game consoles at the moment is limited to how fast. Like the if it's a huge game, you open the door. Like The Witcher, for example, that game had the longest low screens I've ever dealt with in the game. 
Like if you die, like I would fight my ass off in the middle of a hunt because I did not want to lose and have to reload at that same point. It take a, it takes a good three minutes to load up in the entire game. Maybe if you're starting off in an area that's pretty small, it won't be a big deal. Like if you're fighting inside a small room, it's not the big of a deal. But when you loading into the open world, if you like out in the fields or something, it takes a very long time for the game to reload. And that's, that's a hardware issue. Like, the games don't have the, enough hardware, enough power to just power through the load screens. And now, Mark Cerny was saying that he they have incorporated a new, I believe it's the SSD. So now, like, for example, he, he played Spider-Man. He chose to uh, fast travel from one point across to the map on, in, in uh, Spider-Man. And it was a 15 second load time, but when he did it on the new PS5 hardware on the separate TV, it was at 0.8 seconds. So imagine how that's going to cut down the load times so much. It's going to make things so much easier for everybody. That's one of my biggest things about playing huge games. Because one thing uh, CD Projekt Red did good with Witcher Three is you don't have to open doors and like it load up every time you go into a new area like, that's not how it is you fast travel that's when it takes a time to regenerate re-renderize everything and it, that's what takes a long time but say games like skyrim when you open a new door you got you hit a new load screen it's still a lot shorter for the load screen but it's still a new load screen every time you enter, enter a new area but for like the witcher 3 once you load in if you're good enough and don't die you're okay you won't have to sit through and watch that loading screen so they did good with that, but imagine now the power. If you cut it down from, from 15 seconds to 0 0.8 seconds, that's a, a huge, huge drop. That's gonna it's like it's gonna do a lot to cut down on on our time so we can enjoy the game even more. Cause sometimes that'll throw me off from a game. If I gotta sit there and wait for a five minute load screen, and you might think the game is fucking broken because it takes on them to load. So that's another thing I'm excited for. And probably the biggest thing people look out for when they look out for brand new consoles is the fact of the graphics jump that's probably the biggest thing a lot of people look out for i, I like graphics i'm a big graphics person but those other two things i mentioned before are more important to me but because i know i won't be able to afford an ak tv or a tv that's powerful enough to, to display ak uh in the future like it's going to be a while i don't even have off i have one 4k tv and i, I got lucky with that for Christmas, but I don't need I don't need an AK TV to enjoy the PlayStation Five. Even though they say we'll have AK AK eight K. I said AK eight K graphics. That's that's a big jump for everybody too. Like I know that's gonna be a huge thing. I know everybody gonna be looking out for it. So basically, those are three things I'm looking out for the most. Crazy to think that the PlayStation Five is coming already, and you know. The Google Stadia is coming out soon. Even though I'm not too hyped up, hyped up for that. It sounds like I don't think it's gonna do too well. We got we have a lot of new consoles coming out. The gaming world is changing on a regular basis. You never know what's gonna come up next. It's, the Google Stadia is trying to do something different. I think it's gonna fail. I don't think it's gonna be something that everybody goes for. It's, it sounds like a good idea to have cloud games, and I doubt people will want what developers will want to do. The exclusive uh, cloud-based games, like maybe indie games and maybe arcade games, but I don't think you you're gonna get AAA games 
on that type of system because it takes a lot of power to even be able to to display a triple a game like as far as the anthem and stuff like that or division or borderlands and stuff like that. it's gonna be a lot of power that i don't think a cloud streaming service will be able to, to handle but i'm getting off topic it's a lot of it's like i said it's a lot of different things changing in the gaming world a lot of different things coming we who knows how things are going to be in the future uh so let me get to my next point people are saying that single player games are dying that's my biggest gripe right now like i play single player games more than anything i enjoy single player games more than anything it's okay to get into Fortnite every once in a while apex legends i love those two games I still play them on a regular basis, but it it doesn't have the same feel that a story-based game has, a single-player story-based game. Even the co-op experience of a, a story-based game is hard to, it, it kind of breaks the immersion, the immersion when you're playing with somebody else, and you don't get as immersed into the game as you would if you play a solo. Like games like Last of Us, I think it would be fun to play with somebody else, somebody else playing this uh, Ellie, but I think it will completely break the game. We all heard about EA canceling their last game. I forgot what the name of the game was. It's going to it's gonna bug me if I don't figure it out. But we heard about them canceling the game because they told gamers, they sent out a statement that said that gamers are changing and they aren't interested in single-player games anymore, which isn't the case at all. With God of War winning Game of the Year, we all know that that's not the case. People with no... DLC with no microtransactions, none of this stuff, and it's still one game of the year, and it's still outsold any other PlayStation exclusive ever. Like it just goes to show you that the players, not players, gamers enjoy single player games. Like they still do, no matter what they say. It might multiplayer games still produce revenue, which is probably what EA is the reason why EA did what they did because it takes a lot more money and time to put. Into creating a game that is strictly single player because you have to hire actors and you have to go through all the costumes. And if you want to make a real good game, it's going to take a whole lot to get to that point. And I understand that. So they, they, EA or Cash Clouds, they, they like to create Cash Clouds so they can create, get their money on a regular basis. And that's what they try to do. And it bit, it bit them in their ass when they did it with fucking. What is it called? Uh, Battlefield, Battlefront. I said Battlefield, Battlefront Two. It was. It's like the biggest. It changed the law, the laws on microtransactions because it was so bad. People hated like the grindy aspect. They just tried to force you, put you against the wall to make you pay for everything else you wanted in that game. And it, it, it rubbed everybody the wrong way because the gamers are smart. They don't. They don't want to have to pay extra money to get to the stuff they need. So. It's nice to have these multiplayer games on a regular basis, but it's also nice to keep all these single player games coming out too. Like the one that I'm looking out for that I still didn't even hear about at first until like recently today. Um, it's called the Dark Pictures Man of Man of Medan or Medan, whatever however you pronounce that. It's by the same people who made Until Dawn. Now. I know that game takes a lot to make the graphics, the way that the muscles move in the faces, like it's all so immersive. Like I can sit there and play that game all day because it's so beautiful. Like the gra- imagine if that game came out on PS5. Imagine if you had the 8K 
graphics on the 8K TV with a game so beautiful. Even until dawn, we still hold up with those graphics. So imagine them just taking a step above and making it look even better with the new one that's coming out. Like it's the type of things I'm excited for, man. With this PS5, Death Stranding, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be releasing on PS5. Look how beautiful it is right now. Like it's gonna be a selling point for the PS5 for sure. Last of Us 2. I'm I'm not. I highly doubt it'd be like a PS5 exclusive because it's not gonna happen. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to release on both the PlayStation 4 and the PlayStation 5. As well as the other two games I did I mentioned before. Death Stranded and The Dark Pictures. But just to have that option to go and load it up on a brand new console. Cut the loading screens down. To have the 8K. To have... They said the sound... Mark Cerny also said the sound was going to be like completely immersive. It's... Wait, I'm gonna have to look this up to try to figure out way. Uh, ray tracing. That's what it's called. Ray tracing. It's like a blanket of light can surround the entire game world. So it's like it, nothing is missed. Like everything is hit by this ray tracing. And it's it makes for a more immersive experience. It's gonna make even. It's gonna make our TVs and, and headphones sound even better just from the console alone. You don't even need no extra hardware besides your TV and to, to play the shit on, of course. But. After that, you you get to go to experience the immersion uh, on the level that Cerny wanted to put it at, to to the level that the developers and the creators wanted to put this at in the first place. So just imagine all these beautiful games coming to the PlayStation like this. It's, I cannot wait for it. Like it's, I know it's gonna be, it's gonna be. I, and I know a lot of people who know me who listening to me talk about the PlayStation right now probably saying like, because I've always been. Originally a Xbox player For the longest I was Like I understand that But lately I've just been getting into Playstation Because Xbox has kind of rubbed me the wrong way Because they're not coming out with no exclusive games Like I don't I don't get why I, they, Their mind Phil Spencer's mind is on something totally different right now Like I, I get it He's yeah, they, they, They're not going anywhere I had an argument with one of my friends not too long ago Because he says that the Xbox is dying, which it's not as good as the PlayStation right now, but it's not dying. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. With Game Pass alone, Xbox is not going anywhere. A lot of people don't understand how you could make so much money off the Game Pass and keep a, a multi-billion-dollar company running like this or a hardware running like this when you're giving away games, basically. But if you think about it. If 5,000 people have Game Pass, Game Pass is, what, $10 a month? Do the math. It's $50,000 a month on Game Pass. And you know well over 5,000 people have Xbox and are using Game Pass. Like, it's multiple accounts. Multiple, like, they're making a lot more money off of Game Pass. And it's going to be something that, even if you don't, if you even if you get rid of your Xbox and you forget that you even have Game Pass, you will still get charged. And I know it's kind of a slick way to make money, but they that's one thing to consider. Like a lot of people don't even play the Xbox. I don't even play the Xbox no more for real, but I still have Game Pass renewing every month, just is just like I do with Xbox Live Gold. It's just one way to make the money. That's this smart. Phil Spencer wants to put his hardware on everything, which is why he's trying to get it on Nintendo on the Nintendo Switch. Which is why he's partnering up with Nintendo in the first place to get all these games. 
So for those for those people who say that Xbox is dying, they're not dying. They're still going to be around for a long time, but they're not doing as good as PlayStation because PlayStation alone has those exclusives. Though play the exclusives, I don't get why Xbox isn't making those same decisions. Besides, what well, we got Forza and Gears of War, Halo, and people aren't that excited for Halo. I've I've looked into it, and people aren't as excited for Halo as fans are for the PlayStation games that are coming out like Last of Us. You can you can look at the numbers. Like the numbers are totally different in views and searches and all this stuff. So it that goes to show you that the exclusive that comes with PlayStation are a lot more notable. Like I'm I can just name five exclusive right now from PlayStation. I can't even think of any that are coming from Xbox. And it's just how it is. I wish Xbox would invest in more of exclusive games that are coming out. So that's just one reason alone that like I'm starting to switch over to PlayStation instead of Xbox. I still have my Xbox. I still enjoy playing the games on Xbox. I still have way, way, way more games on my Xbox. But the games that I play on my PlayStation are more quality. I can still... PlayStation holds the title of at least three of my favorite games of all time. And it's just how it is right now. I know I'm kind of getting off track with this. But, you know, it's kind of like the first time I'm doing this thing solo. It's the first time. I know it's going to get better with time. I know I'm going to get better with the setup, with organization, and all this stuff. So, if you enjoyed this podcast, I hope you hit that like button. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube if you're listening to it on YouTube. If you found it on iTunes or Google Play or Spotify, wherever you get the podcast, just make sure you leave a review, comment down below, and I appreciate it. Um, I'll see y'all next time. Well, you will hear me next time because I'm not on video anymore. Let me just let me stop. It. Make sure you check out our website. GrittyGamer.com That's G-R-I-T-T-Y G-A-M-E-R Dot com For all of our articles And to find us On all of our other Social media outlets And everything All the other ways We get our entertainment out there It's all in one place If you go to GrittyGamer.com Alright thanks for listening